Welcome to my homestead, y'all. I'm your host, Jenny Veliki, also known as the Funky Farm Girl. I'm working to create a home with a little farm, a little faith, a lot of food, and a bit of funky. I'm learning all about growing and preserving our food supply, raising chickens and children, and becoming more self-sufficient while leaning hard on Jesus. And I want to take you along for the ride. So grab yourself a cup of something wonderful, and let's visit a while. Hey y'all, this is Jenny Veliki and you're listening to The Funky Farm Girl. This is episode 32, No More Harried Holidays. Before we get started on today's episode, I want to say welcome to the Homestead Holiday Series of The Funky Farm Girl. This is going to be the first of four episodes about a homestead holiday and I hope you'll join me next week when we talk about a homesteader's wish list followed by Minimalist Gift-Giving Guide the week after that, and following up the whole series with a homemade homestead holiday episode. So, I'm really glad you've joined us today for No More Harried Holiday, the first in our homestead holiday series. But before we start with that episode, let's talk about what's happening on the homestead this week. This week, we are into hunting season and Michael and Georgia and Gracie all went to the cabin that our family uses for hunting um, about an hour away from our home and they are there for the next few days to hopefully get enough deer for us for a year. We typically do not buy red meat except for occasionally we buy hamburger meat Uh, hamburger patties because deer meat is very very lean and does not hold together well for hamburgers so when we need those we buy those but other than that venison really fulfills all of our requirements for red meat and we don't have to buy any at the store so usually if we have two to three deer that we harvest during deer season that is plenty enough for us to have over the course of the year and have a little bit extra to share with family and friends. So this morning Gracie was able to get her first deer of the season. It is the first one from the land up there this year after four trips of hunting finally we got a deer. So Gracie is real proud of the young buck that she was able to harvest today and we're all real thankful for the deer that that will put into our freezer. Um, Michael will field dress it there while they're while they're hunting and then they'll bring it home and we'll keep it on ice for about a week and as the ice melts and the blood drains from the meat we'll keep refreshing that And then after about a week, Michael will butcher the deer. I'm excited because I've decided that this year I want to learn how to do the butchering and know what the cuts are and where you would make them and those kinds of things. So I'm excited to learn more about that and share that with you guys as we go through the rest of deer season. So let's jump in 
to this week's episode, No More Harried Holidays, week one in our Homestead Holiday Series here on the Funky Farm Girl. We are one week away from Thanksgiving, and that is the kickoff to the holiday season. And I don't know about you guys, but I cannot believe that the holiday season is already here. And if you're like me and the thought of planning Christmas and all the extra things that come with the holidays, especially to us as women who manage our own homes and maybe have kids and career and things like that, that we're juggling on top of that. It's already a lot. And then when you add in the pandemic and possible state shutdowns and limits on the number of people that you can host for Thanksgiving and those kinds of things, it can just seem really, really hectic and harried and a little bit hard to wrap your head around. So uh, I've created an email freebie for you called Five Tips to a Less Harried Holiday. I'm going to walk you through some of the things that we can do to make this a less harried holiday, but I also want to give you a free gift by giving you this PDF file of five tips to a less harried holiday. These are just really simple, practical things that anybody can implement that will make a big difference in the way you're able to celebrate the holidays. And we want mama to have a happy holiday because remember, if mama ain't happy, nobody's happy. So I really, really hope that these five tips will bless you and help you to enjoy your holidays more this year. In the meantime, there are three things I want you to remember to help you have a less harried holiday or no more harried holidays. If we can remember these three things, it really makes a big difference in how we are able to organize and prepare for and then celebrate with our family uh, this beautiful holiday season that really should be centered around peace and family and joy and not stress and late night wrapping sessions. So let's dive in and hopefully all of us will have no more harried holidays this year or in the future. So number one, we need to get organized now. It's not going to help us to put it off or to stick our head in the sand and wish Christmas away because it's coming whether we're ready for it or not. So get organized now. And there are three different areas that we can look at and get organized that will really give us a jump start on this holiday season. First of all, look at your calendar. Um, with the pandemic and with a lot of states going into shutdown again, um, maybe you don't have a lot on your calendar, but there are still a few key things that we need to remember when it comes to planning your celebrations for the holidays. Number one, where are you going to be on each of the holidays? So where are you going to be Christmas Day? Where will you be Christmas Eve? Where will you be Thanksgiving Day? Nail that down and understand how that impacts the plans that you make for that day based on where it is. For example, we are hosting Thanksgiving this year for my parents and possibly my mother-in-law 
But because of that, we don't have to worry about traveling. We don't have to worry about carrying food somewhere. But we do have to make sure our home is ready to receive guests. So knowing things like this will really help you to be able to plan ahead and plan out and space out the things that you need to do to prepare well for that. So think about where you're spending the holidays. Um, Whose house will you be at? Will you be at your house? Does that mean that you have extra cleaning or preparation to do? If you're going somewhere, does that mean you need to um, prepare ahead of time? Perhaps you live in a state where you're in a complete shutdown and you can't go anywhere and you can't have anyone there. And then that's going to mean that you're going to need to think about shipping things and um, sending gifts by mail and that kind of thing, which will also impact the way you plan through your holidays. So think through where you're spending the holiday and also if there are any events. Maybe your church is going to do a Christmas Eve service, but it's virtual and you want to make sure you don't miss it. Maybe you're going to luck out and get a holiday party that you can attend or a company Christmas party that you need to make an appearance at. Make sure that all of the places that you're expected to be are on your calendar now and make sure that you don't have too many of them back to back where you're going to wear yourself out or wear your kids out with lots of late nights. So get your calendar organized. The next thing that we need to organize is our cooking. No holiday has more cooking than Thanksgiving and Christmas. Can I get an amen? So we need to plan ahead for all the extra holiday treats that we'll be baking, whether it's things that you traditionally make with your kids, whether it's treats that you bake to give to family or friends or neighbors, uh, whether it's just that you love to have a cookie baking day, plan ahead for those treats. Um, get a day on the calendar set aside for that. Plan ahead your grocery shopping so that you have all the supplies that you need. Maybe make a list of all the things that you normally make in a year uh, in a holiday season and go ahead and make a trip to the grocery store and get those things in your pantry so that when your kids are ready to do that, you're ready to do it with them. Also think about parties that you may be attending where you might be asked to bring something to eat. Think about holiday meals that you're attending, whether you're hosting them or going to the event at someone else's house. What are you required to bring or what are you planning to serve at that meal? Um, Go ahead and get that on a list and just go do a major grocery shop and get all this out of the way. Another thing to think about in terms of cooking is freezer cooking. It's super, super helpful if you can just sock a couple meals away in the freezer for busy days, whether it's a soup or pre-cooking a meat or if it's an entire meal that you just throw in the crock pot that morning. Any kind of freezer cooking that you can do now, even if it's making cookie dough or pie crusts ahead of time and freezing them for for later on. All of those things are going to pay you huge dividends down the road when you need those things and life is a little bit more busy than it is now because of the holidays. 
So get your cooking organized, get your calendar organized, and last but not least, let's get your gifts organized. First of all, make a list. Make sure that you know who you need to buy for, and if you have an idea of what and where you want to get that gift, go ahead and write that down too. As you order things online, you can write down who you get them from, where they're being, what um, shipping carrier is being used, whether it's UPS or FedEx, maybe it's coming from Amazon or through the postal service. Uh, Make a list of all that so that you know when it's expected and so that you don't miss anything. Um, Also, order early. There have been shipping delays all year long and with Christmas it's going to be even more so. So I highly recommend that you order just as early as you possibly can. Don't wait till the last minute, especially this year. It's going to be much harder um, even than usual to get your gifts by mail or by any other shipping method. Um, So I highly recommend that you do that just as early as you possibly can. And then Create yourself a wrapping station, whether it's a dining room table that you don't usually use, whether it's a bag of things that sits behind your closet door. Get all of your supplies together, put them in one place, make sure that you have all the things that you need. Get extra tape and tags and all that kind of thing now and keep them all in one central location. And as you receive gifts in the door, whether it's bringing them in from a shopping excursion or um, getting them in the mail or they're delivered to your house, go ahead and wrap those puppies up and get them under the tree. And that's one less thing that you'll have to wrap. That will really help you to not end up in a marathon wrapping session in your closet floor on Christmas Eve. So we're going to get organized with our calendar, our cooking, and our gifts. Um, And then our number two thing that we can do for a less harried holiday is to set the mood. Um, Really, the things that are around us, the things that we see and smell and taste and hear uh, at the holiday times in particular, but really at any time, really sets the mood. If, If you have soft music playing it's gonna relax you and help calm nerves if you've got jumpy upbeat music playing it might stress you out a little bit or it might pep you up when you're feeling a little down Um, so really pay attention to the mood that you're creating during the holiday season so what kinds of things help us with that mood Number one, a Christmas playlist. Uh, I will share with you one day this week the Spotify playlist of my favorite Christmas songs. Um, I will not be able to get those in the show notes tonight, but if you will keep an eye out on my Instagram page this week, I'll share it as soon as I get it put up, and then you can hop on over there and get it. Um, And I'll also make sure to add it to next week's episode show notes. So be on the lookout for that, but create your own Spotify playlist or look for ones that other people have made by doing a search on Spotify or on Amazon Music. Um, 
grab your favorite CDs and throw them in a CD player. Um, really tailor the music to where you are. If you need some quiet, peaceful calm, put on some Josh Groban Holy Night and chill out. If you need something a little more peppy, maybe you pull out the Chipmunks Christmas album and drive your husband crazy like I did. <laughs> um, either way, know that music can play a big role in your mood. So use music and use Christmas playlists to um, either lighten or calm the mood um, or provide a little pep when it's needed. Another thing you can do to help set the mood is to light your fireplace. If you don't have a fireplace like me, um, you can go on YouTube and look up fireplace channel and there are tons of different videos of literally a fireplace burning <laughs> and you can set that on your TV and it can create a wonderful calming mood whether it's during wrapping gifts or whether it's during your holiday meal or a holiday party or maybe it's just that you dim the lights and just have on the Christmas tree and the fireplace channel at the end of the day and use that as a way to help you calm and relax yourself before you go to bed that night. But highly recommend the fireplace channel and there's no ashes to clean up afterwards. Another way that you can help set the mood is with candles and throw blankets. We love us some blankets in our house. We have blankets out year round, but especially in the winter, we have wool blankets and soft fuzzy blankets and everybody has one and we have a basket that we keep them in under our coffee table. Uh, mine is tucked in the corner right beside of my chair and just the warm cozy feeling of a throw blanket and the softness of a candlelight especially if you don't have the fireplace or the fireplace channel going um, candlelight is another way to just really soothe your soul and really help you take a deep breath and relax at the end of a day that may have been full of all kinds of activities and stimulation and maybe you just need to chill out and calm your your mind and your heart for a little while before you go to bed. Um, it's also very welcoming when you have friends over or for a party and things like that. Um, a lot of the candles also can be bought in different scents that can help um, the mood of your home as well. We choose essential oil diffusers over the candle scents because of um, my propensity towards headaches with the scented stuff um, and we just feel like it's a healthier alternative to all the heavy perfumed candles to have the essential oil diffuser but whatever it is that you choose the smells from that or maybe from some potpourri on the stove whether it be cloves and oranges, um, cinnamon sticks, vanilla, rosemary, all those things simmered on the stove can just really provide a really lovely scent that also helps to set the mood. Another thing that helps to set the mood is warm drinks. This time of year, um, I am all about some warm drinks. 
I am a big coffee drinker already, but in the wintertime, I tend to jazz up my coffee a little more. I tend to be a black coffee girl for most of the year, but come the holidays, I'm ready for some flavored creamer and some whipped cream. Um, I also love a good chai tea, a good hot tea. Um, I love London fogs with steamed milk and vanilla syrup and Earl Grey tea. I love hot apple cider. Any warm and cozy drink really just helps give you that warm and cozy feeling and really helps set the mood. It's really kind of hard to be stressed out when you're cuddled up in a blanket watching the fireplace channel sipping on a hot drink. So um, my tip for you right now if you are a Costco member, is to head on over to Costco and grab the three-pack of whipped cream for only $5. Best $5 I've spent for the holidays so far. It just makes every drink that we make a little more special and helps to really set that mood and make those warm drinks just that much more special for the holidays with little to no effort, really, and little to no money. Um... Another place, another thing that's really, really good um, that helps me to set the mood during the holidays is to have a place to retreat. For me, this looks like waking up before the rest of my family and turning on the Christmas tree and having my warm drink and my fuzzy blanket. And then I sit down and I have my quiet time with my Bible and my journal. Having a place to go where it is quiet and calm and still even if you just set yourself up a pillow and a couple blankets in your closet to where you can shut the door and you can go in and you can have some quiet maybe you can play a little bit of soft music on your phone somewhere that you can go and take a breath and have some peace and just remember what this season is really all about and that goes a long way towards helping to set the mood of a restful and peaceful holiday. And then last but not least, um, with my faith, I really love to spend this holiday season in expectation because this holiday season for me and my faith is about celebrating the birth of the Savior and about our anticipation anticipation of his return and so advent is really a season of expectation where we expect the celebration and we expect his return and so finding a good advent study that really helps me to focus in on that and really reminds me what this season is all about is really really helpful in my quiet times in the morning so I definitely um would highly recommend that. This year I'm planning to use a resource that really tells the story of different animals throughout the kingdom um, that are designed in special ways and really can help tell the story of Advent. And um, the name of that actually really leaves me right now. I cannot remember what it's called, but I will make sure that I put it in the show notes so that if you are interested in 
this, you can go and find it. There are some printables that go along with it. There are 25 different animals that you learn about, and each one of them has a, a different card that you can print out and do with your children while you read the stories. And um, I just think it's a really wonderful way to focus on the creation in nature while we're celebrating um, the Christmas season. And so that will be what we use this year. And I will put a link to that in the show notes as well. So this year to have no more harried holiday, what we want to do is we want to get organized. We want to set the mood. And last but not least, we want to seize the opportunity to simplify. This year, we have a unique opportunity that we've never had before. We can look at this as the year that the pandemic stole Christmas from us and took away family gatherings and took away this and that and the other where we don't get to go visit Santa. We don't get to go um, see the annual Christmas parade. Um, All these different things that we could be sad and angry about. Or we could look at this as a unique opportunity where we've been given the chance to simplify our holidays, say no to things, to pare down what's important at a time when everybody is the most understanding about that as they're ever going to be. And so I really just encourage you to think through this year especially what is truly important to you as you celebrate this season. Is it really, really about gifts? Is it really, really about all the different events and places that you'll go and things that you'll do and things that you buy for people and um, all the different activities and and candy and food and all those types of things? Or is it really about stopping and being thankful for our family and our friends and just having a celebration at the end of the year that helps us to reflect back on all the ways that God's been good to us this year and all the things that we can thank him for as we round out the year and get ready to begin a new one. Um, So I really encourage you to take advantage of this opportunity. Seize the opportunity to simplify. This year, like never before, people are going to understand that. Even if it's just you saying, This year, I don't think we should buy for every aunt, uncle, and cousin. Maybe we can suggest to our extended family that we just do a family gift per per family. Or maybe we draw names and each family buys for one other family. This is the year when that is going to be more well-received than ever before. So if there are things about the holiday that have bothered you or have overwhelmed you, this is definitely your opportunity to step in and to really simplify and to focus in on what is truly, truly important to you. Because I can almost guarantee you that almost everyone else is doing the same thing and they just need somebody to be brave and go first. So how about you? Um, I want to remind you that you can check out my email freebie this week five tips to a less harried holiday if you click the link in the show notes below it will take you to a form that you can fill out and then it will email you those five tips i really hope that they are super helpful to you in the midst of this pandemic holiday that 
none of us have ever experienced anything like this before. So give yourself some grace. Know that um, it's different for all of us, but I don't believe that it has to be stressful. I believe that we can find the beauty and we can find the good in this holiday season. And so I hope that you will join me in focusing on that. So join me next week when we'll talk about a homesteader's wish list and keep going with our homestead holiday series of the Funky Farm Girl. See you next week. Thanks for stopping by, y'all. If you're inspired by what you've heard today, the best compliment you can give me is to share the Funky Farm Girl with your friends. You can stay connected by following the Funky Farm Girl on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Until we meet again next week, remember to bloom where you're planted.